Hello, this is Ram Cunningham, and this is Ram Asks a Question, all a part of the One Prez Pod. This is where I will uh, ask a question about faith that maybe you would like to ask, and Phil and Tasha answer. Hello, Ram. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, welcome back. It's another episode of my favorite podcast, a One Prez Pod, uh, Ram Ask a Question. It's good to see you again, Ram. Yes, sir. You too. Uh, well, I was going to open this week with uh, with excuses. Uh, we all have excuses. And, you know, it seems that each week, Phil, we get to do this podcast. We kind of schedule a time. And sometimes that time comes and goes. <laughs> Ram, <laughs> Ram's late. Or, yeah. Or Ram's rescheduled. Let me just say, the excuse today brought to you by sickness. Uh, we have a, a sick employee here at the bakery, so I've been kind of three or four people, so that's just my excuse for today, but I would just like to welcome you to the Ram Cave. It's so good to be back in the Ram yes. Cave. This for is number two. For those of you who've never been in the Ram Cave, it really is a cave. There's no windows here. There's a drop ceiling. Yep. It there's is a, a putting green. There's a putting green, yeah, and there's a, there's a green screen. You know, yep. The windows is, are perfect for me because no squirrels, literal, and yes. you know, those things. Yep. So it's, it's a great place. It could be any... It's like Vegas in here. Yes, it could it be is. any time. <laughs> the artwork on the wall is just... It's impeccable. I just yeah, don't, that's know, right. I don't know what it is. There's a lot of pictures of Sophie in so here. Th- this, is our new, this is our new dojo. Actually, I call it the dojo. The Dofo Dojo. Director of Fun Operations Dojo. So... All right, let's put our uh, geese on then, Ram, let's and get do this. to it. All right, this week we're gonna get we're gonna get serious. Last week during the sermon that I so intently listened on, listened to, uh, and also even listened to it again online, uh, made me think about a few things. One is faith and how everything about um, you know. Christianity Church, the pursuit to get to the promised land is about faith. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's having faith that Jesus is the Son of God. And if that be the case, my question is, why in the world did God make us so damn smart? Are we that smart, though, Ram? I I feel as though... Didn't you see Steve-O last night? Uh, oh, I didn't really want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, no. Are you sure that we were made that smart, Ram? Some of us on this planet are very smart. Some. Uh, some certainly more than others. Uh, me included. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm uh, ultimately smart, but I feel as though I, I have the tools to become mm-hmm. smarter. And sometimes... Getting smarter makes me think that I'm outsmarting it, and I know that mm-hmm. I'm not to do that. But then, at the end of the day, again, I'm like, well, it's the it's faith, having faith mm-hmm. that Jesus is the Son of God. And I'm like, well, man, but why do we continue to dig and dig and dig? And he al- mm-hmm. I see that he allows us to do that. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. It's very confusing, Phil. Well, Ram, so faith does not run contrary to your thoughts, or your intelligence. Faith is what happens when you get to the end of your understanding. Hmm. It's not what happens in contradiction to your understanding. Faith isn't scared of your questions. Uh, Faith isn't scared of your high points or your low points. Faith isn't scared of your good days or your bad days. Uh, Faith is this, for me, kind of this current undercurrent that that flows through my life um that there are days when i rely on it there's days when i interrogate it 
There's days when I wrestle with it, um, but it's there, like most of the time. The time to worry about your faith, I think, is not when you have a lot of questions. It's the opposite of that. The time to worry about your faith is when you're kind of indifferent to it, or you're not questioning it, or you're not engaged with it. Like if you're just sitting around and you're like, well, I saw something really horrible on the news, and then it never goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. It's going to stage that right. That I would worry about. Mm-hmm. Because where's God in that? Right? Where's your faith in that? Where's where's your discipleship in that? Right. Well, back to how smart we really are. Because I really think, you, you asked me right as I said that, it's like, are we really that smart? And that that's a good question because I think that there are there are some very intelligent people out there that are followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly. Every single person that goes to First Prison, downtown Fort Smith. Um, but I think that their their intelligence has made their faith grow stronger, and I envy that. That's something that I want to hopefully achieve, and hopefully that is the end goal for us, is to, you know, we the smarter that we become, the more intelligent we become, the closer we get to God. That, that, that's a little more difficult, it seems like, because there's so much out there at our disposal, certainly now in this day and time, to, to see and feel and read and research. And so getting to that, you know, I think we've had several sermons in the past few months about truths, about those, you know, those, those certain truths and what truths are um, my truth versus your truth kind of thing. And it just makes it a little challenging. So I think, you know, by God making us so smart, I do think we're pretty smart, but... Um, I wish we weren't just, I wish we were a little less smart. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or maybe less smart in some areas. Well, <laughs> there is, a, there is this idea that your faith, you've probably heard this before. Your faith should be childlike. Mm-hmm. Right. Have you heard that before? I have. It's yeah. You should have this that. childlike faith. Hmm. Right. You have, you have a innocence, child. Innocence. Yeah. Guess. Innocence. You know, sort maybe yeah. you have a child, right? Yes, Graham? I do. I certainly do. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, Ram, have you ever, has Sophie ever started any sentences with you that begin with the word, why? Uh-huh. You're laughing. Why are you laughing? Because every single one, <laughs> just about. Every single one. I mean, yeah. Why, Daddy? Why, why is it like this? Why? 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. Why? So uh, when Jesus says you should have faith like this little child that he pulls up, do you think that he, the children at that time were that different? And do you think he'd never been around one? And do you not think he was potentially thinking about that very... Children are the most curious humans. Mm-hmm. You, you, you get less curious typically as you get old. You become jaded. You learn how to use, you know, your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you worry about a bunch of stuff that you don't have time. You know, you find that stuff you were curious about when you were younger, the answers you get just aren't very fulfilling or satisfying sometimes. But children are the most curious. And I tend to believe that there's a correlation between curiosity and faith. So this, like, it's not so much like you'll ever learn enough to, like, get over the faith hump. Mm-hmm. But your curiosity, I think, our curiosity, and what you're kind of naming by this, all this stuff that's out there, your curiosity uh, enriches your faith. Curiosity enriches it. Um, 
you know, we shouldn't be afraid of asking questions. The opposite. It's when you have no questions, Mm -hmm. that's not faith. That's something else. That sounds more like certainty to me. Right. In which case, I wonder what you're certain about. Right. Um, But like when you have faith, uh, you you have curiosity about it. You know what I worry about? And this is something that I have a category I've fallen into before in my years. Is, I don't even know what the category is called, but it's almost like a, it, it's in the middle. There is no thought. There is, there's no concern because there's no thought about it. In other words, there's no faith, but I have a lot of friends that don't even, they're no, they don't claim to be an atheist. They don't claim to mm-hmm. be, they're just good people. Right. They are. We've so, talked about that. Yes. Yes. They come up a lot in these topics and these conversations. So, you know, with people like that, it, it just makes it more. I don't know when we have conversations, intelligent conversations. I, I you know, I want to be better in my Christian faith, which I think I am doing things like this certainly help. Uh, but I think that gives, you know, gives me a better place to to be able to say the things that I'm supposed to say as a Christian. So, which I guess we're all sort of doing that every day, right? <laughs> Trying to figure out what we're supposed to say, the right thing to say. As oh a gosh, that'll. <laughs> I mean, that'll get you in trouble. Yeah, like trying to say the right thing. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think if what you're asking is like, how can you talk about faith to people who don't have faith? Mm-hmm. Is that yes? But I also feel that I'm not ready for that. But that is something when it yeah. gets in that situation. I do want to be that informed person to be yeah I, I i'm such a big believer now you want to make sure that the two are connected explicitly yes but i am such a big believer that the best things we say about our faith are our actions mm-hmm. the ways we behave the values we hold the words that we use the ways we treat other people our relationship to money our relationship uh, to our community our relationship to our possessions all of these things tell the story of our faith. And then you come behind uh, and you can say, the reason I do this is because I believe mm-hmm. X about Jesus for a Christian. So like to me, there, we want to get that alignment between what we believe and what we do. Mm-hmm. And so like for faith... I mean, what curiosity helps with faith, but like also again, back to a child, right? When you give a child something, when they do something, typically the child commits, right? They're committed right. to the, like if it, when I remember when my kids were little, like, and they would have a, a chore at that age, mm-hmm. They were committed right, to right. the chore. Mm-hmm. Like if I told them put the silverware away, like they looked at it meticulously and they put the forks with the forks. Now, as older kids, yeah. it's just like whatever. I'm <laughs> over this. But look, kids commit, mm-hmm. and and I think that's one of the things that holds us back is we commit intellectually sometimes without committing with our behavior, mm-hmm. and so. There is a relationship there between what we do and how we believe because we tend to think that belief influences action. But on the other hand, and I think you probably have experienced this, action can influence belief. Mm -hmm. The more you do something, Mm -hmm. the more you believe in it. Like if you're waiting until you have perfect faith to go to church and then you're like, once I really have this figured out, I'll go to church. 
That's backwards. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> no, no. And like, I've done that in the past. Right. I've, I've tried that. Yeah. It doesn't work. Like the practice of going to and being in Christian community mm-hmm. then can and should help your faith. Right. It's faith is not a prerequisite for being in Christian community. And the same thing for, you know, our relationship to money, right? Sometimes the way like I really try to hold money lightly in my life. That's not to say I like just give it away, but mm-hmm. like I try I I don't I try not to be motivated by money and I try to have a light relationship with my money. And and that then helps create space for my faith to grow around money mm-hmm. um, and around my theology of uh, abundance right. uh, and as opposed to a theology of scarcity. Like if I behave as if I won't have enough mm-hmm. and I won't have enough, that holds back my faith because my faith should be rooted in abundance. I have love and abundance. I have grace and abundance. Mm-hmm. I have community and abundance. Um, so why then, if I have this area of my life where I think about things in scarcity terms, how, I mean, that's going to hold me back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like mm-hmm. there is a relationship between what you do and how you behave right. with the strength of your faith because they go together. I mean, again, it's back to that childlike stuff, right? I think a lot, I think some people think that um, educating themselves and, and, and getting more uh, stronger, you know, is, is the wrong thing to do. But, you know, I think that really, I mean, I guess it depends on where you are in your life as far as where you are mentally. But to me, listening to you today, educating yourself really does, should Strengthen, right, strengthen that faith. Yes, it should. That's the fact, the fact that there's more there. There's yeah. always more. There's always more meat on the bone. There's always like if you just plug it into your brain, there's always something else you can learn. Mm-hmm. You will never exhaust your knowledge mm-hmm. of even a passage of scripture, much less scripture itself. Mm-hmm. I fear of the things that other things that are over here mm-hmm. that are going to overcrowd the things that right. I should have in You're my right. mind. Yeah. For instance, yeah. the show last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Steve-O. It's all back to Steve-O, Ram. <laughs> well, Phil, thank you so much. I feel much smarter Great. talking about this today. So thank you so much. This is Ram Ask a Question, a one Prez Pod production. Peace out. Hey, you've been listening to Ram Asks a Question, part of the One Prez Pod. Check out our other content on this podcast. Follow us on social media at First Presbyterian on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our website, oneprez.org, for more content, sermons, Sunday school classes, and devotionals from First Presbyterian Church. Peace.